Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Life Coaching Spot podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called Let Them Off the Hook. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's anyone in your life that you're mad at, right? For something that you just can't get over. Or, you know, maybe somebody said something or did something, and when you think about it, it just gets you, right? Maybe it was recent, maybe it was a while ago. You know what I'm talking about. Like if their name comes up in conversation, your stomach just clenches, and maybe you stop breathing for a couple of seconds and hope nobody notices. And maybe you've been able to push it to the back of your mind and not let it bother you. But if you bumped into this person in the grocery store, what would you do? Would you choose uh, another aisle, right? Hope they didn't see you. Or, you know, would you just pretend to be nice, you know? Or maybe it's somebody closer to you, like uh, your partner or a family member. Or maybe like an ex-husband that you still have to coordinate with. The one that popped into your head, that's the one I want to talk about today. The one that when you think about him, you're just like, ugh, it's just still in there. Yeah, that one. And that feeling that you just got when you thought about it is the exact reason I want to get into it today. And maybe you're thinking, no way. No way. I'm not granting that person the grace of forgiveness. No way. I mean, surely they're an exception. You know, you have no idea what this person did. (laughs) No, that's definitely the one, my friend. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, them. And I'm going to tell you exactly why this is the very person you need to let off the hook as soon as possible. Because it means that you've been carrying this thing around with you. It's weighing you down, you know? It's in you. It's in you. They're in you, right? And, you know, true, maybe you don't think about it all the time. Maybe you think, oh, it's, you know, it doesn't really bother me. But when you think about it, is it bothering you? Because if it's in your subconscious, it's in there right? It's a heaviness that you're carrying around. And that heaviness, my friend, is like a cage that keeps you jammed up and trapped up in ways that you may not even realize, you know? And listen, I'm here to get you free. And freedom is waiting for you on the other side of this. I I mean it. You know, you got to trust me. Um, and, and it may be uncomfortable to lean into this, but it's going to feel amazing on the other side because the only way out is always through. I know you've heard this. The only way out is always through, through it. Avoidance doesn't solve anything. You know, and staying mad or hurt indefinitely only makes things miserable for you. Are you with me? So I want to share a story about an experience I had with this. 
and also some steps to get through it for yourself. So stay with me. Stay with me. This is good. This is good. So I had a friend, and I'm going to refer to her as Maria. And Maria and I were really close for several years, and our friendship kind of ended on a bad note. She said some things about me that were clearly coming from a place of fear and jealousy, and I was hurt. So I backed away from the friendship. But I carried this underlying resentment against her, and it was getting to me. You know, whenever I would hear her name, and I would, I would, uh, in, my, in my crowd, sure enough, somebody's going to want to talk talk to me about her. <laughs> um, and I would just feel this clenching up, you know, in my stomach, you know, in my throat. I was mad. I was, I was still mad and resentful. I felt wronged by her. Um, but I just kept trying to forget about it and not let it bother me, you know, take the high road. <laughs> but sure enough, somebody would bring up her name and it would just trigger the resentment and the clenching all over again. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like somebody says something and it triggers it. And it's like it just happened again, right? It's like, oh, there it still is with the same intensity <laughs> right in front of you. It's amazing. So in coaching, we call this dirty pain, you know, as opposed to clean pain. So clean pain would be the immediate reaction to an event, right? Um, and dirty pain is when you hang on to the event and add a whole story about it to cause yourself more pain, right? Does that make sense? Like someone does something to you that's painful. The clean pain is instantaneous, right? You experience the hurt, right? Ouch. And then it's gone. Um, dirty pain is when your mind gets a hold of it and starts making the slap in the face mean all kinds of things, you know, that make you feel worse. You know, she's not a good friend. She doesn't care about me. Whatever the thing is, what did I do to deserve this kind of treatment, you know, or make it making, making yourself feel bad for that somebody would do something like that. All that, that's dirty pain, right? Clean pain is like slap in the face. Ouch. Ow, that hurt. Ow, that, that really offended me. And then, it, then it's over. Dirty pains when you just lament. <laughs> so seriously, six months after the event, you know, Who's actually causing me pain at that point, you know? Well, I am, actually. I am. I'm the one. So there came a point when I was just tired of feeling this resentment every time I heard her name and dreading the possibility of running into her because I knew I would. And I realized I, I needed to forgive her. So... I tried to think about offering her forgiveness and let me tell you, the clenching would just increase in intensity. And then I remembered, you know, you know what? I never actually allowed myself to feel the pain 
right? So there are three steps that I'm going to take you through as I walk you through the rest of the story. And this is good stuff. So I hope you take it in. So the first step is to feel it, to allow yourself to feel it. Now, this may sound familiar. Um, You may have heard this one on the episode, Being on Your Own Team. Well, it's a great one to revisit, right? Feel it. Feel it. So here's the deal, my friends. No matter how evolved you think you are, you have to go through all the steps of forgiveness. And step one is to feel it, right? Just think about it. If somebody slaps you in the face, you're not gonna just like step into forgiveness right away, obviously, right? You're gonna feel the pain first, right? Uh, Yeah. You know, you're gonna acknowledge to yourself that that hurt, and you may even be mad at them right then, you know, give them a dirty look or whatever it is in the first place, right? You're gonna feel it. It's a natural reaction. So I went for it. I decided to feel the pain of it because it was still there in me. So I complained to my husband and asked him to please, you know, just listen. (laughs) You know, I complained about how she had wronged me and how mad I was. You know, I just kind of threw a temper tantrum, right? I cried in his arms, all the things, you know, I just, I just went for it, right? Or, you know, another possibility is just writing it out, you know? Um, And I, you know, when, when friends would, would say during this time, when friends would come up to him like, Hey, did you hear Maria's finally getting married or whatever? And I would, I would respond, you know what? That's great. But I'm actually still mad at her right now. So I'm not ready to celebrate her news, (laughs) you know, and that would take some people aback, but, but it was honest and it was authentic and I felt good about it. You know, I, I wasn't, trying to get them on my side about it or, you know, tell the story over and over. I just, I just said, you know what, I'm not ready to forgive her right now. And I'll let you know when I am. So that's the thing you don't want to do in this is to get somebody else on your side about it, right? Because that's just gonna feed (laughs) It's going to feed the addiction to the, you know, holding resentment, right? So once I felt like, you know, complete in expressing my anger and sadness, I was done, you know, Um, I knew I was ready for step two, opening the door for forgiveness. Now, even if you really want to forgive someone, you know, it's not as easy as it sounds, especially if the wound is triggering an old wound like this one was. And oftentimes things are, you know, when you get to be, you know, older, (laughs) you know, you've been around the block a few times and maybe you, you know, maybe there's some things you didn't deal with before while they're coming back around. So one of the things I realized as I was crying in my husband's loving arms, is that this wound went back to my first friendship in elementary school. 
And even though I had ended that relationship and went on to making new friends, I never really addressed it. You know, I never really allowed myself to feel what it, what it made me feel, you know, to, to be in what was kind of an abusive relationship. And so it was still affecting me and my self-esteem, honestly, for many, many years later, to the point where I drew the same situation into my life again, 20 years later with Maria, right? As an opportunity to work the whole thing out. Now, keep in mind, there's a big difference between intellectually forgiving someone and forgiving someone with your whole heart. To my point, I could rationalize that Maria's mean words were not actually about me at all. You know, um, I could I could understand why she would say these ugly things, and 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 it really wasn't about me. It wasn't about me, even though it was directed at me. It it wasn't about me. But understanding why somebody did something. It's just not enough to heal the wound, right? Or to to fully um, forgive them. So let's go. So so part one of step two, so step two has two parts. So part one uh, is to pray for the person for five minutes every day for 30 days. You know, by pray, I mean Think the best for that person. Wish them well. Send them love. Want good things for them, right? Um, And um, so I went to work on this because I was determined. And I'd start my morning meditation by sending positive thoughts to Maria. And I'm going to be totally honest. uh, The first week was, was not easy. And, you know, I don't know if it'll be easy for you either. I mean, I think it's understandable. It's not easy. It's a a big leap (laughs) to go from resentment to wishing somebody well. Um, It was like there was a part of me that, you know, didn't want good things for her. (laughs) So it was just hard to, and it's really like, you know, extending somebody well wishes is like a, it's a gift from your heart. And so a part of my, part of me was clenched up and not willing to extend that to her. Um, so it was quite difficult, um, wishing somebody well who wasn't wishing me well, but I did it anyway, because I knew the only way to get this heavy weight off my back out of my gut was to extend 100% forgiveness to her. Because here's the thing about forgiveness. It's an all or nothing deal. Are you with me? Because those folks who say, oh, I can forgive, but that doesn't mean I'm going to (laughs) forget. Ouch. That person is hanging on, right? You feel that, right? They're hanging on. (laughs) They haven't forgiven. So seriously, um, yeah, I'm going to forgive you, but I'm not really, is what that's saying. Um, So you have to be willing to let this go 100%. So it's like, I forgive and I forget, honestly, or else you're still carrying around the burden. So important point, by forgiving them, you're actually forgiving 
I mean freeing your yourself. Does that make sense? Because the resentment is only hurting you, only totally. Um, and by extending the forgiveness, you're actually setting yourself free of carrying this heavy load that you've been lugging around, right? Woo! It's good. It's good. It's coming. It's coming. So I began my my journey of praying for her every five, uh, every minute for for, for uh, every every minute. No, uh, but for five minutes every day. Um, and you know, usually 30 days is good on this one, especially for smaller things. But this one was actually, it went deeper and it was bigger for me. It, it took me three months before I noticed that it was working. And, and it was about six months <laughs> that I had forgotten about it altogether. It, it was gone. Right. And sure enough, I ran into her at a coffee house near my house. And, you know, I had walked past her. I didn't even see her. I didn't even notice her. And she called my name. And I turned around and saw her with her new baby, just sitting there enjoying the beautiful day. And you know what? I was genuinely happy for her. I was happy to see her happy. I felt so unexpressively free. And that moment was so free for me that I can still remember. I can still remember that day. I can still remember the breeze on my face. You know, I just, it was, I still remember what I was wearing. It was powerful. You think things don't matter? Everything matters. Do you feel me? So that was, that was step three. Um, we kind of skipped through that, but step three was just the forgiveness itself, letting it go, letting it go. And that just falls away. So I ask you again, for the sake of freeing yourself, is there someone you need to let off the hook for your own sake? Is there some circumstance, something that's happened to you that still um, gets you when you think about it? You know, if so, try this exercise. It's totally worth every bit of work. And yeah, it's, it's a little work. It's a little work. But not compared to the work it takes to haul that resentment around. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> okay. So recap. Step one, allow yourself to feel the pain. Feel it fully. Whatever it was, just allow yourself to be mad, to cry, to yell in your car, with the windows rolled up, or into a pillow. I do not recommend letting it out on the person who hurt you. That just creates a bigger mess to clean up later. And try not to get people to side up against the person, even though it's really, uh, you know, there's some part of you that wants to. Because that definitely appeases your ego, but it ultimately keeps you trapped longer because then you're just contributing to more pain, right? So step one, allow yourself to just fully feel a full-on victim of the experience. 
and for however long you need to experience the depths of it, do it. Step two, pray or meditate um, or simply just wish them well for five minutes every day before you start the day. Bless them. Bless them. And go ahead and add a prayer for in there for yourself too while you're at it, right? Mine is, I love myself exactly as I am. I am enough exactly as I am. And step three, let it go. Let it go. And that's just something that you end up falling into as you wish them well. You just kind of over time just forget about it. You just forget about it. And so there you have it. And as my New Zealand friend, Leslie, likes to say, um, one, two, three, and Bob's your uncle. In other words, and there you have it, right? Now, if you try this and you're still having a hard time letting go, you know, I want to encourage you to sign up for one-on-one coaching with me. Because together, we'll get you through it. Because sometimes it's just too entangled to work out, you know, on your own. You need a witness. You need a witness sometimes. You need the validation, the compassion, and the guidance, right? To get through the layers of it and to truly let go. And believe me, believe me, you want to let this go. Because whether you realize it or not, it's gumming up the works. It's jamming up your flow. It's blocking the light that wants to shine through you. And because the universe is rigged in the favor of your growth, it's going to keep throwing circumstances and people into your path until you address it fully. And I know you want to be free of it. Because it feels so liberating. And who doesn't want to feel free? We all want to be free. Blessed be. If you want to apply for one-on-one coaching with me, or to schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me, you can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com. And I can't wait to meet you. Peace and blessings.